Hello and welcome to Now That's What I Call Radio. This is episode three. Season two, episode three. S2E3. So there's now more episodes in this season than there are seasons of the show. Isn't that amazing? There are more episodes of this show than there are Kardashians. Ooh, when you put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably been that case for a while, but just take that. <laughs> Might be onto something. How many Kardashians are there? A lot. Too many. How many? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's what i'm saying there's too many i've lost count before this devolves logan. into elon musk's logan. short shorts logan. Territory. Logan. i don't like him either logan how many kardashians are there there are like at most four or five relevant kardashians mm. and Does we kanye now count? outnumber them yeah i'm counting him okay yeah he's the fourth kanye is a relevant kardashian yeah. you heard it here first the Kardashians made Kanye relevant like Kanye thinks he made Taylor Swift relevant. What do you mean? Uh, Kanye that's my hot did take. make Taylor Swift relevant. Incorrect. This no, is, no, no. We've been over this conspiracy no, no, theory no. on this it's th- before. T-Pain made Taylor Swift relevant. Well, okay. T-Pain. T-Pain is Have you guys not seen that T-Pain video he did with her like forever ago? No. This is fresh information. Oh, well, she's like, oh, it's so cringy. It's like T-Pain doing his auto-tune thing. And then Taylor Swift jumps in and like tries to do a verse and then it like censors her. Like it goes beep. And then she's like, I didn't swear. And then T-Pain's like, she didn't even swear. Was it auto-tuned when he said that? Yes, it was auto-tuned. His voice was (laughs) (laughs) auto-tuned. It's kind of sounding good actually. Yeah, you you sold me on this pretty quick. Yeah, go look it up. It's worth it. (laughs) Could be better than YouTube Rewind 2018. 2018. Yeah. A time to be alive. I just the beauty of YouTube Rewind is that they can be like, "Hey, this is in here because you requested it be in there." But when they make the video, like, "What do you want to be in YouTube Rewind?" Like, you have two hundred billion comments to sort through. I could find something and be like, "Put Will Smith in there." I could similarly find something that be like, "Yeah, put Nazis in there." Like, <laughs> Team YouTube could just cherry pick whatever they want and be like, "The people asked for this." <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, the dangerous power that is the internet all they know is all i know is jack black is making a splash with his gaming channel jibbler gaming channel his, he calls himself jibbler i'm interested all right go try it all right we better get started we have very important matters celebrities are invading new media yep yeah i'm cutting that off i'm not letting him even get started yeah are you hearing this are you you hearing this norm.alart or whatever (laughs) that's right this week for album of the week we have a truly landmark episode type type situation happening here um a nitwick reached out to us with a recommendation logan what did they recommend they recommended an album that I've been adjacent to for a long time now. Ten hundred Gekis. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Ten hundred Gekis by Hunted Gekis. Hunted. <laughs> That's right. Thousand Geks by one hundred Geks. Hold up. They never said a thousand. I'm maintaining that they want it pronounced. Dylan Brady and Laura Les want it pronounced Ten Hundred Gekis. I need to hear it in audio to believe that mm. because I have you heard it. Did no. they say it? Okay. All right. All right. I was like about to buy it for a second. That's right though. Um, 
And I have to say, I'm proud of the fan base. You know what I'm saying? I am proud. And, and to find that there's not just one, but two Pocket Cast fans who like our show and 100 Gekkis. Yeah, that that's something special to me, you know? I mean, uh, given that our fan base is like 10 people, we can't deny that 20% of Nitwick fans like uh, Gekkis. 20% of Nitwick asked us to listen to this album, and here we are. Yeah. You are here. the change. Here we are, yeah. the other 70%. We, <laughs> we are the 70%. You are the change. That was great change. math, Logan. Also, you're like, we're the 70%. There's five of us. There's 10 total. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. That's it's I, sometimes. You know, you know I, who, is, who is the last nitwick? Because that adds up to 90, right? You said 20, 70, 90%. Who's, Prob- probably well, that, one of our parents. Yeah. Well, there's that top fan on Facebook. Oh yeah, Kate. Kate. Yeah, yeah, it's Kate. yeah it's Kate. Kate. That's right. Kate is the Kate. last ten percent. Look at that. Look at yeah. Implicitly, Logan knew about Kate. Kate, you are the ten percent. <laughs> All right. Who's gonna give some background on this? Who yeah. knows enough? Um, I don't know. Anything. I actually know enough. I'm sure you know enough. I know a little bit. So, so it actually plays into my review of the album, and and actually a good place to start. Um, two people met at a party, and apparently discovered that they both make music and so there's a hundred gex right there but there is more to it because if you if you pay attention to the fine print uh atlantic records is involved with this album so it's got to be oh, no. whoa, whoa, whoa define define involved chills? is it on is it it's atlantic it is atlantic <laughs> yeah and so it's it's kind of a trojan horse happening I, right I, now. I didn't know are, that are you calling them like corporate shills of some sort i'm saying there's a trojan horse element <laughs> to the, the album. idea that an executive would pay for this album is so funny someone to me. did <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's right. on atlantic already all right so they meet at a party and they collaborate over the internet. They live in different states. One's from California, the other's St. Louis. So that's what state? Missouri. There we go. Thank well, I, you. I Cody. heard. I heard they were both from St. Louis. Really? I'm, I'm just fact checking here. Did anybody else? <laughs> Not a clue. I heard that they were both from St. Louis. Fact checking, or are you ball busting? I am. Four <laughs> K no lows dose. Are you gonna make us look I'm weak just, in front of our high schooler fans? Look, I just oh careful. I just know that Norm dot Alart is listening, and he's gonna know his facts. Okay, no, so. here's all I'm saying. I'm pretty sure on Wikipedia.com I saw Los Angeles. Hmm. So, and it makes sense. So. Um, wikipedia.com i have i have a couple problems for you right there <laughs> hey stop <laughs> okay continue, continue um no okay so that's kind of where i personally start with this album first of all i just have to unapologetically get it out there i love this album 100 percent all in i love this album so much actually and i think uh logan kind of conditioned me I don't think I would have appreciated this album as much had I not listened to Machine Girl and that Prurient album, actually. So, like, there was elements of that. <laughs> he listens to it, and he's like, it's better than Prurient. <laughs> it's no. a little bit more listening. No, 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 no. Straight up, there's elements from those other artists, you know. But this was, like, translated into a more... Uh, it, it, they're pop songs. And um, they are really great pop songs at, at that. Um there is a little bit more like JK pop happening than I I'm comfortable with. 
but they always wrap it back around into something else I'm really into. Why I think the history plays into what I have to say here is that the album honestly sounds to me like two people that don't really know each other that well. This is what it sounds like to, to be grasping it you know, whatever you can grab onto when you first meet somebody and you're kind of trying to impress them. And then you have these moments where you're jiving and then it falls apart and then you find it again. That's what this album feels like to me. And that's what this album literally is. So there, there, is, there, there you go. Especially on tracks like I need help immediately or get, 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 get. Oh yeah. It, it like having been in a basement like this and just like making tracks and then, like, there's an epic disco sweep in, and then all of a sudden it's like an ugly dubstep break. I'm just like, that'd be the type of thing that we'd throw together and then laugh about for 10 minutes, just playing over and over and for over real. again. For real. Like, that's, that's not a song. That's like something that we did for fun that happens to involve audio, and it's just a bunch of guys joking about it in a basement. I'm going to ball bust myself real quick. Uh, uh, we have some loyal fans in the chat here, <laughs> and they're totally fact-checking. So it turns out Lara is from Chicago, and Dylan is from L.A. So LA. Right. Wow. So, Thank you, Wikipedia. Yeah. Forget St. Louis. Dot well, com. I think they met in St. Louis, and that's what I must have got screwed Chicago, up Chicago, St. Louis, same thing. And, Midwest um, is all the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's past the Rockies, and on this side of like the Appalachians, they're all the same. But no, but just to add just a tiny bit to the rich, luxurious history of this beautiful duo um the name right 100 gex uh, i watched an interview with them today and turns out that <laughs> legit it was just spray painted onto a wall near lara's apartment and they saw it and they were like 100 gex like what does this even mean so they googled it and nothing came up and they still don't know what it means they don't even know if it was referring to like geckos or just a word that starts with gec but anyway they don't even know where the name came from and I think that that's pretty representative of who they are. Can you name another word that starts with G-E-C? Yeah, it had a list. Gecko. I, I just said gecko. But it had a list. That's another word. That's you asked. the only word. <laughs> it's gecko. No, they did There's have a list one. in that interview, but I don't remember them. But I think it's geckos. I think it's geckos. Um, um, also should be noted, what's, what's the guy's name in it? Dylan Brady. Yeah, I did do some research on him. He's straight up a producer, has worked with Charlie XCX. So the Atlantic connection and I mean, what, Caro Caro Bonito is involved with the <laughs> remix album <laughs> and Caro and Charlie Caro. XCX. So like clearly he's in the industry. He's well, in the industry. They're in that part of like PC music, sub pop, alt pop type of scene. And, like, as soon as you know one of those people from there, like Clarence Clarity, you know all of them. Rina Sawayama, the whole gang. Okay, so it needs to be stated that these guys are big fans of Soldier Boy. Okay? I, just, uh, I, I, just, uh, <laughs> I had to bring uh, it up. Was this in an interview, or is this just, like, a really bold claim no, that you're an, making? It's an interview. Okay, good. It's uh, in an interview. Um Booty Meat is their number one inspiration. <laughs> Classic track. Nice. <laughs> Classic Dude, track. Dude, Booty Meat is like proto 100 Gex. <laughs> it's part of it. Damon, if you haven't listened to this song, it is the most embarrassing beat to ever appear on a top 10 rap album. Uh, Don't lie serious. to yourself, Logan. Everything Soldier Boy's ever produced, gold. 
including <laughs> his, his near in existent uh, uh, console. Oh, that was beautiful. That I mean, was that a good was, time on the internet. I, I was having a very good time. <laughs> uh, Jake, what are your thoughts on the album? All right. I want to know. I'm going to say it. I don't care. You broke your elbow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. <laughs> I set myself up and I couldn't. Anyways, I freaking loved it. Oh, I wow. legitimately love this album. Absolutely loved it. I think like it did this amazing thing. So the first time I listened to it, I was mowing the lawn. Okay, that, oh, that, that has to be stated Literally out loud. Perfect. It perfect album to the mow the clash lawn to. Of, like boomerism and zoomerism <laughs> is just not. <laughs> I was in the middle okay. of a millennial. Let, let's put it this well. way: I was mowing the lawn, but I did not have white Skechers on, so it wasn't mm, quite okay. full boomer mode. Um. But white sketchers that's white that's new grass stained. That, I feel like it'd be like have Kirkland. you not seen the boomer dad's shoes after mowing? They get grass stained. Gra- <laughs> be like real grassy green. white sketchers, boomer, clean white sketchers, K pop star. <laughs> oh, good differentiation. Yeah, okay. No, but let me just say this this is a perfect album to mow the lawn to. I disagree. <laughs> it's a perfect I album to vehemently disagree. Honestly, <laughs> it's a great album just to live your life to. Let's just put it this way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it this way. I was incredibly impressed by how spazzy this album is, but yet simultaneously how coherent it is to itself. Like it's just crazy, but it doesn't like it feels like a legitimate like consolidated experience. Like really well. Like I, I was going to compare it to Machine Girl cuz I feel like Machine Girl kind of did that as well but i almost feel like it's an almost better example because it's more spazzy than machine girl in my opinion machine girl is pretty consistent they hit the gas and they don't really let up very much this album is like boom sweet pop the sweetest pop you ever heard all of a sudden your (laughs) face is literally just melting from this great pop line and then all of a sudden it's like beautiful it's a gorgeous contrast a ska track you know, <laughs> yeah, and then a Scotch. You know who else I was thinking of uh, is Super Organism. Yeah, and when it, you said internet collaborators, I was thinking of them too. Yeah, and again, goes to my theory. This is we don't know each other music. It's this grasp at straws, trying to survive. We've all been there, dude. The first time you meet somebody and you just can't get a hold of a conversation, this album is what happens. Mm. That's how you feel. And and I think that's representative of both this and Super Organism. And in addition to my review, I just wanted to add that I love the production style of this thing. Mm. You can tell, and I mean, obviously, I didn't do as much research into Dylan's other projects, but you can tell they are incredibly good at production because, you want to know why? It's the Picasso rule. They know production so well that they can break it artistically. Yeah. And so, like, literally, the way it's... <clears throat> produced it's you can tell he's screwing with it intentionally like or they i don't know how involved she is in the production but um like just when those 808s hit and it just like is totally blown Mm -hmm. but it doesn't sound crappy blown like it sounds good blown i don't know how to describe zoomer blown yeah it sounds like like zoomer Zoomer tiktok well and dylan's an insane vet too i mean if you were on soundcloud the same time that jake and i were i was seeing dylan's name way back in 2013 i knew it was familiar but i again i i don't know much of what he's done but i've heard of him he's always been on more the fringes but he would like get the occasional feature here and there and then he had that ep peace love and happiness or something i vaguely Um, remember it 
Yeah, and I never knew him for a distinct sound before, and then to hear a name like Dylan Brady that I had always associated with more traditional EDM, like, be on a track like this, I was like, okay, I don't even know who this guy is, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no. It's like it's like if uh like Laura Brem started her own solo project and it was like uh prog metal. You'd be like, <laughs> I don't uh <laughs> oh, like, this is not what I would have expected. Yeah. I it definitely, I mean, com- it is a very bold move. Incredibly bold move. Um I can't lie, I didn't realize it was on Atlantic. That does kind of change it just slightly, but not I, I still respect the album a lot. But um, I wanted to echo what Aaron said about it. He called this album the modern cult classic and yeah. absolutely have to agree with that. This is the perfect temperature and conditions for a cult classic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Definitely. It's a Zoomer cult classic. Mm-hmm. Instantly. Zoomers have cult classics. Yeah. That's official. I'm a little young for that. <laughs> Damon, what did you... I'm... Because you've been getting into like, or you've been into Bjork for a while. You're getting into Doom, so you get more of that abstract hip hop stuff. What's your take? This is following some of those paths, but is also way off of those. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, everything you guys liked about it, I didn't like about it. Wow. That, like, well, not as like I'm not gonna say it's bad or like it's inherently like anything wrong with it. It's just I. It doesn't appeal to me. Like all the just wacky, like it, some of the songs felt like, you know, was, you go into a guitar center, you're 12 years old, you've never picked up an instrument in your life and you pick up a guitar and just start like plucking strings and just making noise. So AKA like, it's about technicality for you. Yeah. I, it just, uh, I don't know. It just, I, I gave it many chances. Like I probably listened to this thing like five times cause it's only like 23 minutes long or whatever. Yeah. 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 So like I gave it plenty of second chances, but I think. I just I don't know. <laughs> I, I think with it, huh? I Can't think yeah. I it. just it wasn't me. Like the the, the chaos. I, I can see why it would appeal to you, but it doesn't appeal to me. Like yeah, yeah, I get I, it. it. It was all over the place. I mean, yeah, the instruments weren't impressive to me. <laughs> but like at the, at the same time, like there were that's just well, like <laughs> you got to realize the, these guys transcend instruments. Well, like the. <laughs> You gotta realize Not these the, guys transcend. Like the literal, like the music, I guess. Like the written, like if you were to put this on like a page of music, like oh, that Lord. that aspect doesn't appeal to it would, me. I don't know. Like man. it wouldn't. Like, here's, here's what I have to say. Coming from, you know, audio production standpoint for sure. It yeah. is produced. It's produced very well. Really but well. But it just No, no, uh, no. Let me finish. And right. and the pop hooks are actually good. Yeah, oh, they are so I didn't good. hate all of it. Yeah. I, but I just wish they would have done more with the pop hooks because it's like it's the third to last song. I didn't actually like list like pay attention to what oh, yeah. songs were, but like the third to last one, I specifically remember has just these really nice like spacey chords. Then like only for like a I don't know less than a minute, and then they just disappear, never to be seen again. It's like, yeah. dude, like that was pretty sick. <laughs> you should have stayed there. Like I, I don't personally, I don't like that aspect at all. Yeah. I was not a fan. I Sorry. You. No, no, no. Uh, it's, po- it's respectable. Pocket cast fan. It's respectable. Don't change your opinion, Damon. Well, let it ride. Oh, oh Cody, oh, Cody's Cody. Out in wisdom. Oh, I, I have to plug this. I also saw in an interview they cited John Zorn as an inspiration. Nice. John Zorn is pretty great. I really liked the use of John Zorn's music in the movie. What was that? Funny Games. The Michael Haneke movie. Yeah. 
that well, the, the song in that is John Zorn, and and that makes a lot of sense to me. This is kind of John Zorn, but it's pop. Yeah, it's pop Zorn. Pop, pop Zorn. Zorn. You pop haven't heard John Pop Poppy Zorn. All I'm gonna say <laughs> is fans of uh, 100 Gex. If you haven't listened to Super Organism or John Zorn. You would enjoy him. I feel like, and probably Mr. Bungle as well. You know, okay. you know what it is. You know what it is. It is Mr. Like, Bungle is in there. Don't tell me. I'd, mm, I Mr. Have to, Bungle I don't, is I don't in know there. If I think no. Super Organism is no, in no, no, there no, 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 no. Okay, I think that it's a baby between Super Organism and John Zorn, dude. I do because not. it's not. It's not no, either. It's not, not either of them individually. It's not either of them individually. But if they had a baby. It would be 100 gex. No, what I don't. Gonna, I don't even look at 100 gex and see like, oh, it's got super organisms, pretty green eyes, or like it's got super organisms, like uh, trendy body. You didn't feel trendy body. Trend, ooh, <laughs> That's trendy the best. body. Well, I hope my body's trendy. Hot mic. First thing to come to mind: trendy <laughs> bodies. <laughs> Holy frick! What even is a trendy body? <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> but I want to hear Logan say I liked it or I didn't like it. But before I hear that. Cody. I want to hear Cody. So, I'm going to take it back like 10 years. <laughs> I, there was a group called Mr. Millionaires. Bungle. No, Mr. not Bungle. called Mr. Bungle. That was in the 90s. Also, they're great. Are you trying to say the Gek? That's horrible. Is not- I hate it. I hate it so much. There was a group back in the day called Millionaires, and it is the same idea, but for scene kids. This is for Zoomers. I've already heard it. I don't need it. It has the same crazy abrasiveness as I got on ex-military by Death Grips in 2011. And it was good in 2011. I'm 25 now. I don't need children screaming at me, even if they are like the same age as me. It's, this is, it's appealing to like 18-year-olds. I hate it. I don't ever want to listen to it again. I got like halfway through the album. Was, this sucks. This and it's is only so 23 bad. minutes. I, yeah, it got 10 minutes <laughs> he, of my time. He, he made 10 minutes. 10 minutes I will never in. get back. I'll never get it back. Cody. Also, watch Michael Hanneke. So, wait, are you games. confessing on air that you didn't listen to the whole thing? Oh yeah, I'll straight up. Dude, he myself. never I, listens to the whole thing. That's a lie. <laughs> that's a bold lie. Cody, 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 Cody be like, Cody be like, I turned it on on the way here. <laughs> I listened to it at like six in the well, morning. Oh that's yeah, different. okay. That's the other thing. But you I say. straight up like this album was just so not in my like wheelhouse. How mm. how can you just, justify? Liking Mr. Bungle, honestly, because Mike Patton's so talented. Period. Point blank. Listen to Pink Cigarette and tell me that's even yeah in the same oh, oh, world. Oh, 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 oh. I'm hearing the same undercurrent yes. that came from Damon. Yeah. This whole thing about talent. What is it? Technicality? No, 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 no. It's not is it technicality? technicality? It's the or is it the done. atmosphere? No. Is it the it's aesthetic? Already been done. I don't need another Millionaires in 2020. I got it in 2009. I, it's just it's. I'm it's gonna. Been done I'm just gonna dare board. say it. They couldn't have made this in 2009. There's Somebody certain. Did. There's elements <laughs> that exist now that wouldn't have existed then. Well, that's the, fine. But I mean, the, the clash idea, of the weird like pop and like crazy beats appealing to a niche audience. Millionaires did that ten years ago, and it's like got these crazy pop hooks on it. It's got this party stuff on it. It's also got like a really abrasive attitude to it, and that's what I got from 100 Gex, and it just doesn't work for me. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Doesn't work mm. for you. Mm. Dang. Don't Cody, worry. we'll see if Hold we up. see you Hold back up. next week. I have a, I'm I have a, little, <laughs> uh, I have a little thing. Okay, on this hand is a hunted, hunted gecko. Hunt on this hand is Imagine Dragons. I'm taking Imagine Dragons. Oh my wow. god! <laughs> no, I'm taking it. I'll shake what? on it. I'll shake on it. 
<laughs> I'm taking Imagine Dragons. All right, he did. He did take this is it. The only W Dan Reynolds will ever get. Ever. I, I'm <laughs> never going to give him another one. I actually I dislike came. 100 Gex that much. Okay, all right. Really quick. Tom Morello and, and Dan Reynolds' new song, or any song of your choosing from 100 Gex. I haven't heard the song by Tom Morello. Oh, so I, I went and listened to it. The it main, was, the main was problem. It was trash, dude. Group chat, just side note. Yeah, I dropped it in the... Yeah. I dropped oh, it was it. you? Yeah. I, sorry, I looked at it and I was like, mm. Main problem with it, honestly, was just rolling. how cringy the lyrics were. And it was that one was, of the weakest Morellian riffs yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah, what a bad Morellian riff. It was Morellian a neutered Morellian riff. <laughs> All right. This uh, thing was like a beautiful, like, husky. With a trendy body. And then they took body. it to the doctor and out came like a poodle. <laughs> Also, our, sorry to our one, two fans that requested this. I didn't, don't want to offend. I just, <laughs> it's time for me was like 10 years ago and it just doesn't work for me. No, anymore. no, you dropped a recommendation. So now we can go and review that and we yeah, can but my collectively play that against Are you talking about guests. the Mr. Bungle song or are you talking about the Michael Haneke movie? No, you're saying Millionaire? Oh, Millionaires. It's also awful. I don't like that either. I'm just saying it's already been done. So you're saying. <laughs> I, Kate, I, your other arguments are pretty fair. The. It ha- it's already been done thing I can't buy because I'm sorry there's elements like this oh, no, really sweet like, K-pop mixed with dubstep mixed with the blown modern production okay, but I'm not saying it like 100 Gex went into the studio and they're like we're gonna do exactly what Millionaires did but like the same vibe the same undercurrent the same tone it's already been done well yeah but yeah just, but see but that's the that's the argument of everything it, everything's well, already been done it's already been done mm-hmm. but I didn't like it then is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not yeah, like yeah, it. Okay, yeah, so yeah. it's your personal opinion. And you that, like and that works. But this is all personal. No, 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 no. no. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> no, no, no. This is fact. What, no, what I'm trying to. Then I'm sorry. dropping a Cody. Fact. I meant to say. <laughs> I meant to say that in your opinion, you don't like the idea because you can't claim. Dude, shut the frick up. I'm <laughs> sorry. I screwed you're up. You're only allowed to be wrong if you say it's your opinion, man. Yeah. You have to objectively admit that this band is good. Yeah, I will not because Cody. Well, well, here's the thing. I want to hear Logan. You want to know the problem? I want to hear Logan. The problem is I've been. I've been. He's gonna do it. The problem is I've been trained by all these freaking chumps to speak in absolutes, (laughs) right? Uh, And I am filled up to the fetching brim with absolutes. Oh yeah. So yes, I'm gonna attack opinion on it almost every time. But yes, in your opinion, the idea is bad. Not that. Not that they just rehashed it because the idea is bad. There is a foundation. But the foundation was never good. I didn't need a house built on top of it. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Because it's interesting, actually. And that's, that's something... I'll bring that into music philosophy. Right now, Logan <laughs> has, has a reckoning. Because we all know that this is right up Logan's tree. But he's a little irked because it's on the fence of popular. So what does Logan think? <laughs> my bet is... My, my thought has been that you're threatened by it. <laughs> That's what I've thought all week. Deeply. <laughs> he looks Deeply over his shoulder at 100 Gekis. He's threatened by 100 Gekis. <laughs> I, uh... It was a matter of time before I heard this album. <laughs> it was a matter of time. As Jake said, it's right up my alley. I've been listening to hundreds of artists on the channel dismiss yourself which i now realize is literally just a hundred gex fan channel i realized after i listened to hundred gex and then went back and listened to some of my favorite albums from them i was like oh that's where they got those ideas laura called it hex step hex step that's what she called the album the popular name for it right now and i'm gonna let spotify have this w is hyper pop 
Mm. Yeah, well, they were they were like listing many names they could call it, and she said Hextep is one of you them. You know what? All genres should have like 600 names. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> yeah. anything that like accurately recreates the vibe. But the point is, I have been accidentally listening to music around 100 Gex and directly influenced by 100 Gex for probably the better part of 2020 now. And that's been like most of my vibe up to this point. So I finally get to 100 Gex. I see it on Rate Your Music. I see that Anthony Fantano talked about it. I see that there are high schoolers DMing us, asking us to review it. And I realize (laughs) one day I'm going to have to come face to face with this absolute monolith of ADHD Zoomer music. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most accurate description I think I've ever heard of it. And so I finally hit play on Spotify. Spent 23 minutes of my life listening to something that I can only describe as okay. No. Yeah, I'm not entirely no. 100 Gex is a solid 6 out of 10 band. Do I love Money Machine? Yes. Such That's a, good a song. great single. Uh, I like the anime music video ishness of I Would Never Stop. I love that it's there's a ska song just in it. I appreciate that one point ha- one point five of the entire discography is just bizarre noodling with random uh, sound font instruments that you probably downloaded off Tumblr, Dylan Brady. I appreciate <laughs> all of that, and 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 I've been listening to so many things that are kind of in this genre for so long that i don't hear a sound from a hundred gex anymore. It, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Okay. So then here's what it, it okay. It's the first that got you, though. The 100 Gex is not the first that got you, but you you admitted that you've been into this sound, and that you were preconditioned to be underwhelmed, I believe. Yeah, and and the thing that I liked least about it was it's like obvious pop appeal. Like this feels like Atlantic trying to make a 400 view obscure music channel album. I think that and, is kind of what it is. And I don't, you know, I really like Laura Lez's voice. I think it's it, it's easily one of the most fun vocalists I've heard in this genre. She's great at it. Um, and Dylan's singing is on point a lot of the time, too. But the the two things that really hold me back from liking this album, because, again, I love so much of stuff in its radius. The Radiohead radius, the Gex radius. There's yeah. new radius yep. happening and And here that's now. correct to identify it that way, because I think... Gex is the Radiohead to that well, it, radius. It's a genre now, and and I mean, like I like ex-military too. But what you have now are a crop of mostly Russian kids who listen to hundred Gex and are like, I could do that. You well, know, Russian kids are fun to listen to because they don't speak English. Yeah, it's great. That's, <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. And I'm not saying okay. it's like a bad thing if like someone is speaking English over a maniac beat like that. I just the Russians. Yeah, but it's but endearing. Here's here's what they have over that. First off, I think Dylan Brady is a little too attached to dubstep sounds, which are the worst part of my album. I like I would never stop you because it's like this shameless anime theme, and then it's just like annoying dubstep from 2012 and. We've all heard good dubstep, but there's a reason that you stop listening to it and develop a more cultured taste in it is because after a while, those same bass sounds all start to mold together and just take away from the beautiful melodics of it. Um, so Dylan Brady's a little too attached to dubstep. And second, this album is a little bit more focused on being interesting over being vibey. 
having listened to um oh gosh it's high c and diamonds on my d what's his name cartier god reptilian club boys where they have like the bit crushed trap rap like i feel like this genre is vibey <laughs> this genre is supposed to like you know you like you take a big thing of peach knee high like just drinking the gallon you lay down back on your couch and you like have daydreams about ps2 games like that's what this album is but Hunter Gex is, like, too in your face to, like, just get lost in the cr- distorted haze. And maybe that's why I kind of liked it, because um, I, I, I feel like the ideas in each song, and collectively as an album, really carry it through. Like, the, the concept is strong enough that it doesn't just feel like straight-up spaz to me. I actually hear the song, and I'm like, okay... And I think that's actually why I like it, personally. You know what? But but compared to, like, a Machine Girl, right? So, with Machine Girl, you're right in the middle of that uh, year 3000 shooting game slash dance game with anime characters, I believe I described it as riding on, like, a magic carpet, and I was dealing with aliens. Yeah, Yeah. but, but Machine Girl sets you on there, and he keeps you on there for the whole ride. Hunter Gex kept being like, now we're doing this, now we're doing this, now we're doing this, and... Here's where I break out my criticism. It feels more like a novelty than a genre. And having seen Russian kids transform this from a joke into a real genre, I'm kind of just like, I expected more of the prototype. But did it, maybe it had to start as a joke, though. It Ma- had to. They had to make this like cheap avant-garde album so that way the Russian kids could make their own. Yeah, so you really can't be critical of what it accomplished because... Well, so I will be critical of what it accomplished, though, because I will never like just because I can say this thing is foundational to a lot of music I like now doesn't mean that I can't say I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like the Beatles. Yes. Many, many artists that I like, especially in the poposphere, are influenced by the Beatles. Do I have to respect the Beatles? Absolutely not. And I will actively diss on John Lennon every chance I get. Same with 100 Gex, except I'm not going to beat him down for it. I'm going to say, this is okay. I respect you. You're the grandfather of many children that I love that have grown up to be great employees for my company. I put them to work every day, giving me PS2 daydreams. But, like, the the actual thing itself, like, it's a six. Mm. It's kind of it's kind of. I don't know. Fantano said a seven. You're kind of just raising the bird to Fantano right there. I believe. Yeah. Well, I mean, if there's anything an internet's laziest music nerd can do other than challenge the busiest, we've been asked by a local, uh, uh, a very dedicated nitwick. I want name drops of these Russian kids who are supposedly outdoing my beloved geckos. All right. So Sienna Sleep. Um, I would also advise you to check out Reptilian Club Boys. Um, Spirit Girls. Uh, let me see. He said I got the receipts. <laughs> Fine. Uh, check out Panchico's album, the pre-rot version, and then anything on Dismiss Yourselves YouTube channel. Like it, you will, you would probably like all of it, it if you like. It's not Jack. the Zoomer version, but seriously, listen oh, uh, to Mr. Bungle. New Sylveon. You would also like New Sylveon. Like the Pokemon. Yeah, oh, it's nice. just like this <laughs> Russian transgender kid that's just like rapping incoherently in auto tune over like these insane drum breaks. Kind of into that idea. Wow, mm-hmm. Logan really got to show his power level. Nice, <laughs> well done. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not flat. I actually do like a lot of stuff in and around this radio. Yeah, no, yeah. Coming from somebody who's less, you know, there has to be a gateway drug into this. 
and I think 100 Gex is that because Machine yeah. Girl hit me pretty hard. But I'm 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 dedicated enough to this show that I I pushed myself into it and I actually started to understand it. It was nice for me to go back on my training wheels and be like, "Whoa, 100 Gex! Yeah, this is a good time actually." <laughs> yeah, and I mean it's like. In a way, I can see it being, like, prurient. Like, Damon or Cody could just hear, like, noise. But as soon as, like, you get... As soon as you're around harsh noise long enough, you start to appreciate what's good about noise. Now, do you want to stay there long enough to let your brain melt to the point where you can tell another human being, that's good harsh noise? I approve of this harsh noise, but not this other harsh noise. That's a decision only you and your limited time on planet Earth can make. I like prurient. Just want to throw that out there. I also wow. like prurient. Give me a high five, wow, bro. I'm impressed. I, I wish Cody would have been here. Yeah, Sorry. I wish he'd been here, too. All right. We got to move on. But um, <laughs> thank you for the recommend, Nitwicks. And we're open to recommends going forward as well. Let us know. Check out that app data compilation. That one's crazy. Like, I didn't trust teachers. There's a kill switch engage I remix in there. I didn't trust politicians. No Forgot about them. It's like PlayStation <laughs> 2 kill switch engage. Along with like trapped and stuff I and whatever yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but mm. we have another important message from a nitwick, mm. and we must, we must give them what they want oh, because we're, they're we're, here. We are slaves to the. We nitwicks. are here for them. <laughs> Has Logan heard of from the heart in all caps? I have not. I am always taking Rex though, so I'll check him out. From the heart, all caps. One from word. The heart. You know what? Uh, and honestly, the beauty of this genre is that it's so small and nobody knows about each other. Like, you do just discover artists every day that make auto-tune video game rap. <laughs> <laughs> when I say that out loud, I realize what that means. Yeah, it's okay. You have a home with us, you know? Yeah. You know, that's how... This is This is a sanctuary, a safe place. <laughs> I want to hear about chasing a bag. How do we do it? Yeah, yeah chasing, chasing a bag. bag this week? Okay. So, um... As we learned last week, this segment of the show is is the tough love part of the show. Yeah. You know, it's the part where we get real. We talk about how things really are, <laughs> and and I just wanted to bring it to the to the congregation today that music and and ma- chasing that bag in music is not at all about what you know. It is all about who you know. And I want step any- one Instagram, step two networking. This is where I was going to go when I got eventually handed this one. Aaron just ripped it right out from under me. So I mean, we we all know, and and the truth is, you don't know who you know. That's what I wanted. That was the main point I really wanted to drill here today. You know, you guys in high school, us us on university. <laughs> this episode feels a little targeted. You oh, don't incredibly know. targeted, you, and it's so cringy. You don't know. <laughs> If you, you don't know what production company your friend's dad might own, you know, you need to be talking with those friends. You need to be winning Battle of the Bands. You need to be spreading your anime rap all about. You know, I'm saying that the album of the week this week is evidence to me that there there's an audience for just about anything out there. It's evidence to me that Atlantic Records really doesn't know what they're doing. So you need to throw what you got out there. And then you need to follow the people that stick. And um, 
we actually have a little success story that I, I, I wanted to bring into this just grief? a little bit. Is it Grief Gang's 12 cents? Grief Gang? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> For those who don't know, yeah, we, we have a pretty dope outfit, name of Grief Gang, out there inspiring, you know, the, the Spotify sound waves. Go join the 30 viewers that have watched this on YouTube. And um, no, no, it's actually has nothing to do with Grief Gang. But thank, uh, thank you for shouting out Grief Gang. Plug. Um, no, we actually made a horror game back when we were in, um, well, when Jake was in high school. And um, we reached out to Markiplier and Markiplier actually played it. And yo, 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 but I had to grind to get that dude to play it. I will it. tell you what. <laughs> I mean, hard. I will tell you what. Markiplier playing that game. All of a sudden, all the comments floating around in YouTube were like positive about the game and about the music and everything. And it was just because Markiplier played it. It's not because I did anything special at all on the music. Not not saying that we didn't work hard. <laughs> not that Jake didn't get anything special done with the storyline that he came up with. It was all that Markiplier played it. So get in with those cool kids. Show them your tunes. You know, find out whose who's dad has got a production company so, and just chase that bag. What's the etiquette for annoying an internet celebrity until they do something you want? Because I've been trying for many years now, more so when I was younger. But Gotta remember, this is like 2014, 2015, so the game has gotten significantly more saturated it's than called, it was. It's called the groundskeeper for the fact checkers. <laughs> yeah, if you want to fact check us, it's called The Groundskeeper. You'll see Markiplier's video. And you'll see yeah, it has videos. like over a million views. I watched it. Yeah. yeah. 100,000 downloads. Somebody ripped off the theme song that I wrote in this basement. Literally, it's the crappiest production ever. Okay? They ripped it off, re-uploaded it. There is a comment on the video that says, yes, this and Undertale are the best soundtracks <laughs> out there. Wow. Yeah, no, that's, you know, that, that's, that's a compliment right there. Not, not about talent, though. It's all about the fact that Markiplier played it. Nitwick, flexing what's in my bag. No, but essentially what I did to get him to do it is he did have a thing, like, on his website where you could, like, drop a recommend, but I literally don't think it was because of that. I just spammed his email and his YouTube. Just crazy. Mm. Spam, spam, spam on yeah, his comments. I've, you know what? If I've tried game spamming. Developers can do it, for me. So can we. Yeah, and... Yeah, well, it, it, spamming at this point is, is way futile. worse than it was. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, it's so useless. For my AP uh, art portfolio, I did like 12 drawings about the Pixies. And so I just just flooded all four members, DMs, comments, just like, yo. Not like <laughs> to the point where it was an, oh, yeah, no, like just absolutely. formal little written you're, paragraphs yeah, saying like, hey, I drew a bunch of pictures. Way. You want to look? But then I learned my dad is really good friends with this guy named John Hodgman. He's just like this author and like he's he's hired my dad for freelance art and I found out that he's neighbors with uh Frank Black. There you go. Like he's next door neighbors. So now instead of just, you know, waiting, commenting, annoying them, I'm just gonna, hey, next time I see John Hodgman wherever I am, I'm gonna be like, yo, you're neighbors with the singer of my favorite band, right? <laughs> you wanna like maybe hook me up? Because I feel like that is gonna Networking. be yeah who you know exactly this could be like it six could, degrees it, of frank black yeah dude it could <laughs> be your dad it could be One your degree, dad yeah. you don't know it could be my dad where is he all right that that's that's nitwick chasing a bag this week lit instagram get that networking started music as an art form is essentially playful we say you play the piano you don't work the piano 
Why? Okay, and this is probably going to be our last segment, man. We went off on 100 Gekkas for way too long. <laughs> 100 Gekkas. Um, but 100. I do have a thought here. And it, Cody was the one that was stirring it in my brain when he was saying this arc has existed and the existence of this arc is offensive to me. That's what he was saying. Offensive? Do we believe? I don't know about offensive. I just didn't like Do it. Do we believe? Oh, it sounded offensive. <laughs> no, I was trying to be offensive. I was it, coming it off sounded strong. offensive. If, it, if it's radio, uh, I don't like it. Equal, equal. I hate this person and their whole family. Um. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Um. Does every arc exist? And can you honestly claim that you listen to anything that exists? Like, do you listen to anything that exists outside of an arc that's already well established? In history, oh, uh, Japanese train vibrations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's accept that there are several albums of those. Just the fact that there's more than one is enough. But yeah, let's just talk about like Logan's opened my eyes to this. I didn't really even realize it very well until recently because of him. But people are taking arcs and breaking them down and building new arcs with the existing pieces. That's what's going on. Mm. So sampled arcs, sampled arcs, basically. Mm. Yeah, started. Yeah, it, it's essentially One might sampling. Say 100 Gex is a sampled arc. It's sampling genres. We're blowing it past just sampling a vinyl. We're sampling genres. Ooh. I actually kind of like that, that thought. The deal. I like that thought. You, as a human being in the 2020s, it was a little, there was a little bit left of the rest of them in 2010s, but now it's over. You, as a human being in 2020, are nothing but an amalgam of the content on the internet that you consume. That's your whole personality. There is nothing else to you. Maybe you have some family relationships. Maybe you have a career. But <laughs> the things that you talk about when you meet new people are nothing more than what you spend looking at a glass rectangle. Right? And so within you, there is a unique combination of images portrayed on the glass rectangle and audio played out the glass rectangle that you have absorbed and decide to make part of yourself. And luckily, usually this makes you unique enough as a person that you, when you meet another being of the glass rectangle, you can talk about the things that you saw on the glass rectangle. Now, Within you, the glass rectangle has used its <laughs> mighty algorithm to build your personality. You're not even in control at this point, my friend. You are you are your Spotify recommended, your YouTube recommended, Instagram advertisements, mobile games, demos. That's what you are. And the great algorithm has shaped you to be who it wants you to be. Now, you need to answer this question. Are you going to take what the great algorithm built inside you and make some new ugly amalgamation of all the content you've already consumed? Because that's all you can do. All you can do is take all the Pixies songs that the algorithm fed you and mix it with a little bit of the Radiohead songs that the algorithm fed you. That's all you can do. Uh, to, to imagine that you can be enough of an outsider to make something so completely divorced from the current paradigms of art that exist out there... It, it, you're talking out of your... You know what I mean? I, I, I asked if it existed, but you are talking about sampled genres. There is, there is nothing left to do. You are a combination of internet media right now, and it's always going to be derivative. I, you don't have a choice. I think, and this goes back to what I was saying about 100 Gex, it comes down to what the foundation is. Does the foundation work for you? Yes. Then you probably like what's built on top of that foundation. I know me personally, I listen to a lot of hardcore and punk rock, What's the foundation? Bads like the Bad Brains, Agnostic Front, Black Flag, stuff like that. I've enjoyed what they've built upon that foundation. And so I think it does kind of come down to, at this point, there's probably not a lot out there that we're even aware of that we could probably do that's fresh, new, 
and hasn't already been done in some form. And I think that way with hardcore too. I mean, bands in the nineties was probably the last time there was really some sort of pivotal change in the sound. And now it's 2020 and bands are just doing what happened in 1998. And, and what can you do other than take your love of hardcore punk and mix it with your love of Sonic the Hedgehog? That's good stuff. <laughs> what can you do? I mean, that's the only thing left to do I, in 2020. I, I think that also speaks to like what Logan was saying. Specifically, there was a band. Well, there is. They still exist. There's a band from Massachusetts called Vane, and they released an album called Error Zone a couple years ago. And th- the best way to describe it is if you took Converge and played a lot of Silent Hill while you were listening to them. <laughs> and it works. It works great for me. But I mean, it is. It all comes down to like, what is your ingestion of media over time? Whatever form it may be, how do you synthesize that? You're probably not alone in that. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, I, I, honestly, this is like you guys have pushed me into the the realm now where I really have to kind of think about it. But like, I I ultimately do believe that in one way or another, arcs exist, and you trying to escape the arcs is an arc that already exists, and so it's, it is kind of what it is. But I I, I do like this idea of like Jake saying sample genres or whatever you're saying, the, 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 the same idea we can take bits and pieces from across and then assemble them and they don't make sense together, but maybe they do. And that's kind of what we're in the middle of discovering. And I, I do think that there is a sense of discovery to that, but it, it's pretty insane. Actually like recorded music exists for just over a hundred years and 100 Gex is representative of that 100 you know what i'm saying a geck for every year of recorded music <laughs> yep da- hey. i want to know damon's take on this this idea being of the glass right well, for the record I, there is more to a human being than yeah. we consume no that you are a, you are a sack of meat attached to a dude you are literally rectangle. tyler durden from fight club right now yeah. <laughs> you are literally <laughs> I just wanted, to, but I just want to come off as fat uh, anime Tyler Durden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. But uh, no, I, for me personally, I'm not just an algorithm writer. Like I am very my music, my personal music habits. Or I fight. I find an artist that I like a lot. I listen to them nonstop for a month or longer, and then find another artist completely not even like related in any way. Well, typically, and then just listen to them a lot. Like the first artist that happened with was was Daft Punk. After that, it was Weezer. You could draw very few connections from Weezer to Daft Punk. It's just like that's just how my life progressed. After Weezer, it was the Black Keys and so on. And right now, I'm living in my MF Doom slash Bjork phase of life. You know, like that. Those are all I listen to. Like literally, that might even be why I didn't like this album because it was just. (laughs) <laughs> like it was like Outside. staying yeah it was like literally i'm just in a little room in the dark for a month and then somebody like opens the blinds and i just hiss like yeah. that's what this album was to me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't know i just i like you don't have to listen to like follow algorithm algorithms like it's, i don't know for me personally i don't care about genres like i'm not drawn to genres i'm drawn to artists and their visual side of things you mm. know like, I like that, that is you bring the visual side in. That is all it is to me. Like I don't mm. like I had a phase of misfits for a while last year and I didn't go around like I didn't continue that by listening to like Black Flag or just other like the Ramones and just other punk rock acts. I liked the Misfits specifically, probably mostly because of their logo 
and just their weird Halloween lyrics, like just nonstop. Like that's what I loved. I didn't care about the genre. I didn't care about like the musicality towards it. And like, I don't know. I just don't think like, I think Logan, you're just making it seem like humans. You're, you're full on fight club right now, dude. Yeah. Like just saying like every, like everybody is the same person. We're all just like, you know, factory cut. And then we're just right on the algorithm. For me personally, I'm not like that at all. It's just artists. Do you, like, do you guys I don't remember when I dropped that asterisk all. about speaking in absolutes? I would also yeah. like curious. to point out <laughs> Freaking curious. some of us formed these opinions long before algorithms started determining things on the internet. Just mm. you want to Algorithms are relatively I was new. Listening, yeah, algorithms are relatively new. I was listening to like all of this stuff in like 2006. Mm. YouTube was literally in its first year. And I didn't use the internet because I had dial-up in my house. In no so. way am I saying I... Logan pitched the extreme side, right? Yeah. He did. But in all honesty, it's pretty hard to escape the algorithm. It, it Whether you like it or not, it definitely is part of your life. And, yeah. I, and, and I think it's good to identify that and then um, do things like, you know, it's the Nitwick way to get together and share albums that we wouldn't listen to otherwise. I mean, Cody doesn't listen to him anyway. I, it's been two albums. But, you know, <laughs> that's here for like forcing, 10 weeks. Forcing yourself to listen, what that represents to me personally is, you know, it's an, it's an effort to escape that. So, there you go, Logan. There's, there's hope. There's silver lining. Or you can just get off Spotify. And like, for me, one month all, or not like... It's still tricky because to Logan's point, you go to Graywell, the Radiohead Radius now owns yeah. you. I yeah I agree with the Radiohead radius theory, but like, <laughs> I don't know like that is a I feel w. like it's still I feel like you know two bands can be in the Radiohead re- radius but still like be relatively different and like I agree not have been found by an algorithm like going and asking whatever his name is from Entertain Mart that everybody knows for recommendation Greg, Greg, yeah Greg, Greg out. him you, Greg asking that guy isn't the same as. You know, people, Spotify, people yeah, are people are not, way, yeah, people are not algorithms. And, and not just people, but really trying to attach to their humanity behind why they like what they like. Yeah. That's, it's that's like, the aim. I here. like Radiohead and Pixies not because Spotify told me so, not because some machine that controls that said, the universe in tell, told times, me to. I've heard you say names such as RateYourMusic.com and Anthony yeah. Fantano. But and, that's and, definitive and fact. Everything I, that happens on Rate Your Music, <laughs> though, that's just cold truth. I, I trust that more than crap. algorithms. Like, I <laughs> seriously did look and I'm like, okay, what? Like, that's a democratic form of music hierarchy. You know, it's not Rolling it, Stone it, magazine okay, saying it's, the Beatles it's are the best of all time. among yeah. the elite. Yeah, which which I find which I find more appealing. <laughs> as far as second. sign up for rate your music right now, elite. Yeah, elite. Yeah, anybody can make an account. I know it's not paywalled. But who makes an account? People Logan, like-minded want- people. <laughs> Oh, 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 because it's so horrible that people who want to track their music happen to be on a website that lets them track their music. So, hey, the reason I the reason I trust Rate Your Music is because... I just wonder if your politics, like, match up with your music listening habits, you know? Like, do you think that's an okay way? Like, literally, 
Rate Your Music ends up being no, no, no. the elite. Rate Your Music is not rich people voting in the new president, and you only get to vote <laughs> in the new president if you have a seven-figure salary. RateYourMusic.com is go vote if you want to. Except nobody wants to except the elite. Well, I, am I the elite? I didn't even vote but like because I have. What are you saying about a rate like, your music account? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I, are you saying? I feel Aaron? like it's not the elite. I feel like it's what the I'm people who here. like music to the point where they're like, <laughs> like they need to be careful. Okay, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron. Like, Aaron I'm not, uh, do you vote in local elections? Yeah. Do you vote in state elections? Yeah. Do you vote in every election that you have could be a part of? Yeah. Weaver State student body officers. Yeah. Did you? I did. Did you actually? Yes. Did you research the candidate? No. Okay. So now we're starting to get into a territory, all right? Because that's not the elite. That's people who care enough make the decisions because they actually care enough to take action. Yeah, I feel like it's not like people like, oh, I'm the, like, my opinion is golden. Like, it is so powerful. Like, maybe some of them are, but I feel like a Rate Your Music user just goes online. Yeah, I liked OK Computer. I give it a five Down out vote. of five. Except. Downvote. Except. <laughs> except. And then there's Where the people. have you heard about Rate Your Music outside of, you know, the freaks of Utah here in this basement? Because I Googled, <laughs> about I literally Googled, hey, what's a good website to keep track of all these different albums I listen to? Because I'm a nerd. I like spreadsheets. If the world was more like a spreadsheet, I'd be happier. And when I find a website that can take something in the real world and make it into a spreadsheet, I am happy. <laughs> And people like me find Rate Your Music organically, and then we tell everybody about it, yeah. because it's cool. Again, it a human recommendation for Rate Your Music. I didn't even know Bandcamp, Rate Your Music, rate your music or any of that before. So. Yes. Yeah, so I have a hard time with human recommendations sometimes, actually. Really? Yeah. Why? Pretension. Mm. Oh, fat yeah. problem. That's a fat problem. And that's why I, I start to have a hard time, actually, because music is like one of the most aggressive forms of art people get so territorial mm. so oh it's so fun oh it's so cringy it drives me nuts but, but i you do can, love music you can easily look past music. that too oh, it's, <laughs> i can I, easily yeah. look past it you can't look past the community of it you yeah. can enjoy the music or so like yeah. yeah i don't know it's pick your poison i guess yeah you know nitwicks let us all do our part Let's get rid of the pretension in music. I don't know what you even mean about pretension. Like, I'm not out here promoting my Rate Your Music account like it's some kind of art portfolio. Oh, no. You're going to find my Japanese-named picture of Zac Efron from High School Musical Rate Your Music account. Oh, I'm so pretentious because I liked OK Computer. What? Who's holding anybody to this? Are, are, you, are you legitimately claiming there's not pretension in the music community? No, I'm not claiming that. In okay, fact, well then, what, what were you right. saying then, bro? No, I'm saying that, like, I'm not going to say that there's not friggin' bloggers on Rate Your Music. It's hilarious to get into, like, the comments, the reviews of 100 Gex, or, sorry, 10,000 Gekkis, and yeah. see somebody, like, writing, well, when I was five years old, and then it's just, like, an essay, and it's like, dude, I, I just want to know if democratically people like this album or yeah. not. Like, that's a little pretentious, and don't get me wrong, I thrive on pretension. I think my opinions are better than everybody else's, and so oh, I know. Cody. Well, like, going back to why I trust Rate Your Music, <laughs> it's... argue with that. Like, if an album has a good score, that means more people liked it than not, you know? Except, that's, yeah. except the bully like, factor. But like the bully factor. And the, the bully and bot factor. factor. Oh, I'm sure no. people are trying to dethrone OK Computer Somebody every day, on the but like... Somebody said I, I should have rated... 
okay computer hire. Yeah, no, it, it exists. Like, if oh, you, it, my internet feelings. Definitely, if you go to now internet feelings, that is a whole other discussion. <laughs> but like, if you do go to Anthony Fantano's YouTube channel, you do find these people that definitely they're letting him guide how they're thinking. Have you seen? Have Very you seen strongly. the Anthony Fantano video? I control what you like. I actually haven't. It's time to watch that. He he has no power. Okay, over me. then you also yeah. don't get the point of that video or what like, his perspective. Is. Well, just well, going I know back, what his like might be, but like it's still it's a thing, you know. And, and so I I think you, you can't just squelch it, but you can just do your part I mean, to not encourage. I, I want to hear what Damon has to say, but there are people literally in Anthony Fantano's comment section that are like, "It's too late, Anthony. I already like this album." Yeah, like I feel like. Anybody has the power to just make up their mind about everything. Like, you yeah. don't... Like, I've watched Fantano videos where I disagreed with him. It's like, oh, no. Like, so? Like, it, it op- online opinions, like, shouldn't, you know, <laughs> choose everything. Like, if, if... Yeah, exactly. Like, if a high-rated Rate Your Music album ends up being bad, in my opinion, like, so... Like, it doesn't matter. Like, the internet is meaningless to me. Like, <laughs> literally, utterly meaningless. Like, I love it, whenever I look at, like, Pitchfork, like, Discovery by Daft Punk is S-tier for me. Like, it will go down as my favorite album of all time for me. And I look at Pitchfork, they gave it, like, a 6 out of 10. It's just like, that doesn't hurt me. Like, I don't care. No, it doesn't it's just like, either. whatever, you but know? There are, but, there That's, are, but there are varying degrees, like... What, what you have to be careful of is what's the there's a term for what I'm trying to get at here, but it's like some people don't have a thick enough skin to break. Yeah, well, that's that. their problem, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Whoa, 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 like, whoa, whoa. you can be I, strong I, enough to just I like, think my point is being misunderstood. It's not yeah. about oh, they rated it bad. The point is the tribalism it creates. Yeah, I guess, but anybody can just it's it's the internet, it's not like you're chained down to like. Oh, I belong you, to the yeah, like, club of yeah, okay, exactly. Like on the internet, there. you can do whatever you want. You know, like that's I, what I'm trying to get at. There is a tweet that Tyler the Creator posted one time, and I'm not going to quote it verbatim. It's the cyberbullying tweet, but it basically says, "How is cyberbullying real? Just turn your computer off." And I used to not agree with that. Now I do. I not it's, just yeah. because of this discussion, but like in general, I'm like, just walk away. Yeah. yeah, like it's if true. You're on the it is literally bothering I, you so much. Walk away. But then it is yeah. a problem if you get. Yeah, it's just too bad that that um you know, and it it goes so much deeper, and we don't have time to even really get started on this. But like, it's too bad when that bleeds into the way we interact in person too. Exactly. Yeah. We don't well, respect that, each other. Uh, that's enough. entirely informed by the way I act in person. I'm I'm a amorphous blob of bad internet takes. And the way I interact with you is I throw my takes at you and see if you throw anything back. And that's what we call a conversation. See, and you got to be careful, especially when, because I objectively think like art is important. I think music is a great platform for people to express themselves and just have a good time. And it makes me feel sad when I see so many gatekeepers that people can't even enjoy it anymore and that that's something that i, just I, I ride want. that but i actually legitimately ride that line i don't uh, i'm just I, i'm just I, being I, honest with you guys. i agree with the title like, of the creator i, I actually quote. ride like, that line i don't know like offense taking offense to something is a choice like i can choose to be offended by pitchfork's review of discovery it's not pitchfork it's me and you you know it's like you hop in the car with somebody and they're showing you something that they're excited about and you just put a shotgun to the face 
And that's just because, <laughs> oh, we do that on the internet and it's okay. You know, it's like in person, that's definitely not okay. And that's the point that's I'm trying to yeah, make. Yeah, I guess. But like, like, you just shouldn't do I, that. Like, that that's more of like just somebody's a, excited. That's just more like, you know, if I didn't like a thousand gecks or whatever, but like, I'm not, I, I never said you should feel bad for liking it. It's not my thing. I don't understand it. End of story. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's just, you know, just a people like yeah, yeah. societal I, like just I, I, I think be I think, nice I think like i don't know a little cloudy if you hear what i'm trying to say because i'm not yeah. trying to say yeah just go and be offended all the time that's not what i'm saying <laughs> but what i am saying is it's like if something is kind of important to you and music has a way of becoming very personal yeah it does kind of feel like somebody's just stomping on you and you don't want to do that to other people so anyway it, yeah I, that's, I understand that's that what, that's I what i just that. think you got to watch specifically in person for me i feel the same way about the internet it's like i really don't care about the noise that much although i will say it's just exhausting sometimes mm-hmm. and it is it's too bad that we're passively and actively kind of chained by it you kind of can't get away because you're on it bro you can be free yeah you can be free yeah all right, we got to do bops real quick. I think I got the sample, and then we got to call it, man. We we went Rambo. All right, Jake, what did you listen to this week? Eiffel 65 Blue Flume Remix. I saw you Sorry. listening to that like every day on Spotify because I'm unemployed. Oh, I'm man. on the computer a lot. It's fantastic. What, what a true banger. Oh, rest in peace to the song. Actually, not rest in peace. I... That song, I've heard it like way too many times. The <laughs> remix or the original? The original. Mm. But the remix, it's just got that flume magic. And a blue I, Corvette. And everything is blue. For him. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, I've been bumping it a lot because ah, it's just flume just has this style. I just love him. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, as mentioned before, I'm in the MF Doom phase of life. And uh, this week it was That's That. Uh, being the song that I played the most. Uh, also, the thing that makes me like another thing that I like about MF Doom is just going on who sampled. Like who sampled to me is very addicting. Oh, yeah. Just like going up, like looking up an album or song and just listening to the original. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, like listening to the original, like sampled song, like a some somebody, the original thing somebody takes something from. I guess makes me appreciate it that much more. And like just the violins and that's that are pretty cool. That was it, yeah. If and ever you go through a new Javes J Dilla phase, they are also really fun to browse on who sampled. Cool. God bless New Javes. Also watch Samurai Shampoo while you're at it. Yeah. Just also do, do that. Good show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, uh an artist I've never heard another song for from, and I'm pretty sure never made another song off a compilation album buried deep in a Spotify playlist with only like 50 followers. Uh, it has a saxophone on it, and I sent it to Jake earlier today. It's called Of Our Disregard by The Color Blue. Great song. Um, literally, before the show, I searched up and down on the internet to find this band somewhere. And the most I got was an all-music review of the compilation where they said the saxophone on this track is pretty good. But otherwise, it's a very mildly proggy, beautiful Midwest emo song uh, with all the heart and soul that you love from those suburban white boys and their petty romance problems. Love it. Absolutely love it. It actually is a good sound. I'm with it. I liked it. 
All right, so my pick for Bop of the Week, even though it just came out today, no one's going to hear this episode for a couple days, so it still counts. <laughs> uh, it's a compilation, or collaboration, better word, between Baltimore, I don't know how to describe them, grind, death metal band, who Ooh. knows, full of hell, and electric group Health from Los Angeles. They released a song today called Full of Health. It is very <laughs> abrasive, it's very hard to listen to, and I love it, and I think that speaks back to me talking about foundations that I enjoy. Get a little grindcore and Bob of the Week. That's what we need. I'm telling you. We just got to throw Rudiments of Mutilation, the whole album by Full of Hell on there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I've been listening to, and I'm about to show my power level. I think that it's like they're actually a super popular H A I M. Do you say Haim? Do you say Haim? Yeah. Or do you say not Haim? Haim. Okay. Paul Thomas Anderson directed a video of theirs. They're. Really, the, their new album, Women in Music Part 3, came out. It's produced by Rostam, the the invisible genius behind Vampire Weekend. He's wow. he's the other half, the better half. Ezra Cohen learned literally everything he knows from this guy. But he made Neo Yokio. And he uh, produced their new album. There's a song on there called All That Ever Mattered. Really, really great. There's like a sample of a, a scream... But they use it almost like a, you know, it's, I would, I, I don't want to say it's like a, a vocal chop that you'd hear in EDM, but it's, it's of that mindset, but this is a pop song explicitly. It's not really electronic. Mm. Super cool song. Really, really been liking that one. Gave it a spin. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> All right, Nitwix. We came, we, we, we took down 100 Gex. <laughs> there was some fire this episode. Oh yeah. It was a good the last time. two weeks Dang. have been pretty beefy. Thank you to our dedicated fans yeah, that recommended Nicks, it. we love you thanks for listening spread the word and uh yeah hit us up with more recommends Have also please time. don't send me death threats <laughs> <laughs> you can't find me on the internet norm.alart so sending me norm.alart is, is coming this for is you this is for you big richard energy here we go here we go get 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 get